0: Customers keep your business running and going because if they don't come and get your buy your products, then what's the point? You just sit in there. It's the experience that you get. And then you also build relationships with these customers. So they're not just coming to buy something and leave. You want them to have an experience. I
1: see the world before me. I feel the cages forming. Sounds like the wall is falling, but I keep my head up. See the world before me. I
0: know what change is coming. I hear the world is calling. So, so I, I keep, keep my head up the now we break into everything. We break into everything.
1: Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner, where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions, and most importantly, opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today. There is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do. We break through into- it. Hello and welcome to The Very Corner, where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Dunker. This is season five of the podcast, Faith Over Fear. And I just wanted to have people on here talk about how they step out on faith to start, whether it's a business, go to school, graduate, whatever it is. I just want people to come on here and share their story. And today we have an amazing guest. We'll get into our story later, but let me just introduce her. She's Ami Jalon Jai, a.k.a. Mrs. Jai, founder of Baker's Bantry your one-stop shop for high-quality baking ingredients, tools, and more. So if you're in Gambia and you're into baking, go to the baker's pantry to get whatever you need. Yeah, just before I talk a lot, Ami, please introduce yourself.
0: Hello. Hi, Joyce. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you too? Fine, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast, this amazing podcast that I also enjoy listening to. Well, as you mentioned, I am Ami. I was born and raised in The Gambia, moved to the U.S. as a teenager. I went to high school here and then graduated with my bachelor's in healthcare management and minor in business admin. I'm also a senior account executive for a large corporation where I manage portfolios for their clients. Mm-hmm. I'm also married to my wonderful husband, Mr. Jai, and I have two beautiful kids. I'm also the founder of Baker's Pantry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Before we even talk about Baker's Pantry, I remember Ami and I went to school together. We were in primary school together. I think in sixth grade was when we were in the same class, but I know, I mean, I've seen us around in primary school. But one of her close friends, Rosemary, was in my class. So, and if you go on my YouTube channel and you see the story about being bullied, I mentioned Rosemary there. She was like my defender. I was just telling (laughs) her this (laughs) because after school, they want to beat me up. I haven't done anything. I was so innocent. I'm still very innocent. want <laughs> to beat me up, and Rosario be there, like she's fighting for me. So I always like remember that and just being grateful for her being there. That story will always be around. But I mean, we were in high school. I mean, primary school together, and then from there, she moved to. I went to. We were in Saint Joseph X people.
0: Yeah, Saint and Joseph X people. mm
1: And then you went to Niles and I went to Methodist for middle school. So, but social media brought us together. And here Mm -hmm. we are talking about Baker's Pantry. Yeah. Why did you start Baker's Pantry?
0: Okay. So Baker's Pantry actually came about during the pandemic in 2020. And as terrible as it was, it also gave me the opportunity to slow down and think about what other business venture I can get into. So the idea of starting Baker's Pantry actually came to me. It wasn't something that I thought about for too long or anything of that sort. Like I've always had an entrepreneurship spirit in me. Just opening up Baking Supply Store wasn't like, I wasn't thinking about it at the time. Right. Right. So, yeah, so during the pandemic, I was trying to figure out what I could do. Mm-hmm. So at one point I was having a conversation with a cousin-in-law. She's a home baker. Mm-hmm. At one point, she's like, "Oh, you know, it's difficult to find food coloring here." So I was like, "Really? Why?" She's like, "Oh, I have to go to like all the supermarkets to, from one supermarket to another, just to find a particular color. Like, let's say the color." Right. So then I said in Wolof, "Like, willentam you on your door di you food coloring." So basically meaning like, "Don't make me start selling food colors." <laughs> right. Uh, we laughed about it and we left it at that. Then there came it was almost time for my son's birthday, so then I was looking to get him a cake. Mm-hmm. So seeing him here, he was celebrating in Gambia. So I was like, okay, let me try to get a a baker and see if someone can create a planet cake. Because at that time, he was very obsessed with planets, the solar system. Mm -hmm. I need somebody that's going to do exactly make one for him that Mm -hmm. he would like. Mm -hmm. So I was referred to another baker. So I spoke with that person, but then come to realize like they're having the same issues now. She was also having issues with getting the sufficient food colors. And I realized there was a shortage in baking supplies and the gap was wide open. From then on, I did my research, made a couple of calls, and then also to make sure that it was viable to start a business like Baker's Pantry in the Gambia. And thankfully it did. Mm-hmm. so basically that's where it all started
1: wow just from one conversation or more like people losing stuff anyway well not losing stuff but not having to find quality coloring or the colors that they would want made you start your own business and it's funny how and this is going to come out this is pre break of the month of july by the time this audio will be out break of the month of july will be out already but she was talking about When she started her OPI, she's a psychologist, and then she has OPI. And when she came, her mom was telling her to, or was it her mom or someone was telling her that you have to find a niche. If if you don't find what you want to do create it be a solution kind of thing and i hear that all the time even with businesses online on social media be a solution and now you have become a solution to people in gambia providing stuff for baking that they may not necessarily find in gambia by other people in other stores and you have been able to provide that for them and it's just to let somebody know that just listen our barbaker of the month of may said you have to just keep listening people will tell you where you need to start or what you need to get done and you from listening have been able to start baker's pantry and how was that? starting it like were you afraid were you scared I know this was through the conversation It wasn't like something that you thought about for a very long time like other people but I think what I like about your story is just the fact that you saw you thought oh my god let me just provide it and you didn't even waste time doing it like you just went on but like were you afraid inside of you somewhere actually I would say no
0: I wasn't really afraid it was more like taking a leap of faith, I would say, because when, after thinking about the idea and knowing that, okay, the gap is there, I'm going to put X amount of money into this Mm -hmm. and give it a shot. I'm hoping it would work out. If it doesn't, then I'll just try again, something else. So it was more of that. So I wasn't too worried about it. It's like, okay, let me just start getting few items and do like a test run. I just kind of like started with that, but like few items, like key items, like the food colors, Mm -hmm. cake boards, cake boxes, few items sent it over to Gambia. And then prior to the items even getting there, I created a social media page, which is the Instagram page. Mm -hmm. So that was the first page I created for the business. So once I started Instagram, I started posting pictures of some of the items that I had and or items that I could possibly have. So when I started getting feedback, people would message me, oh, do you have this? Do you have that? For the items that I already had when the demand was getting higher. So I knew, okay, I need to buy more. I need to Mm -hmm. send more. Mm-hmm. So that's how it started. So one thing led to another. Next thing you know, we opened a little, like a corner store, which is still in the same building. Sorry, it is the same building where the current store is. Mm-hmm. So it was just on the side. So it was like a corner store, small Yeah. One.
1: So that's yeah. where we
0: had the products were displayed there. And we had a few people that came in and got some items. So as time went on, we started growing, growing. Next thing you know, we moved to the current space, which was just a single store. And then a few months later, we expanded. Wow. And made it a bit bigger. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. wow how was the sub did you get any resistance like why are you starting a, a baking store or something like that did you get any resistance over their full support
0: well the support would be well i it was self-financed <laughs> so i started with my little savings mm-hmm. and that's how i started off but then i had major support on the ground with family Um, yeah. so they were there to receive the products they were there to do the pricing on them for me do the whole nine yards organize it set the store up, the carpenter and everybody else that was needed to get a jump in. So yeah, that was like, the family support was always there in my husband for sure. He was one of like my biggest supporters. So listen, (laughs) family is is. he still
1: is (laughs) family is everything. Like, I don't know how this podcast will be even going this far because I'll be dragging my sisters. Like y'all better go listen. (laughs) Listen. Yeah. (laughs) I tell them, I'm like, you better like every post I make. (laughs) (laughs) like seriously (laughs) share it and sometimes I'll be like oh I was so busy you better go and share I'll be Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) calling
0: I was gonna say because I always tell them like I can't be having a post with one or two likes I have (laughs) enough family members to make this go up (laughs) though you you guys better go in there and like this post or comment and they would just laugh so
1: I know like it's so funny I mean but support is so amazing even with non I mean family people you meet on social media like You coming on to, let me tell you, Ami is one of our high top listeners. (laughs) She even (laughs) knows how the intro of this podcast goes. Oh my God. (laughs) Come on, Joyce. Like I really appreciate that. Like because you, you never when you do something or when you start something, you never expect people mm-hmm. to support. You just think, of, oh, who is gonna support? And sometimes when I go to my pod bin and look at the countries that are listening, I'm seeing Nepal, I'm seeing Japan. I'm like, who is there listening? Like I don't know anybody there. I know I have a lot of people listening from US and the Gambia, but like these other countries behind, and I'm like, who is there? Like maybe one day they will show themselves. <laughs> but mm-hmm. like having that support and seeing people really support you. I mean in your business or whatever you want to do it's so like it helps you like keeps you going like take the next step and like I just want to even go back to when you started <laughs> I know you said you you started posting on social media how was that like for you at the beginning <laughs>
0: The beginning. Okay. So when I, the first post, it's more of like, okay, this is something new because I know there's no baking supply store in the Gambia. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, it might take a little while for people to get adjusted and kind of get on the flow. Yeah. And since, you know, with the lockdown and a lockdown here, but let's say with the pandemic, a lot of people would spend more time on their phones, like right. you know, most working remotely or just they had time, extra time. Yeah. I should say. So people will go online and start commenting and sending those messages. So that kind of just get me going and being here, like I, I should say it's a luxury to kind of have like internet, mm-hmm. the internet and yeah. like, so I'm able to go online at any time of the night. And because of the time difference, I try to post stuff that when let's say they that wake me, up in the morning, they they up, see
1: it. exactly,
0: yeah. exactly. It's already there. So it was just more posting and waiting on the response.
1: Yeah. I was gonna even ask, like, how was your social media management, like, creating stuff? I mean, now we have Canva and all of those things. Like, was it easy for you putting together reels and stuff? <laughs> because I know I still struggle. Yeah, uh, well, with the reels, that's something kind of
0: new with Instagram. But mm-hmm. prior to that, I really didn't have an issue with Posting creating social posts. media. No, no, because I was already on Instagram for a while, like okay. right when it started. So I was familiar with the app and everything. So I was just. Go in and post pictures and put a caption there. Do my hashtags, Baker's Pantry, a Gambian Baking Supply store, yeah, location and stuff like that. So it wasn't too bad. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I struggle at the beginning because not a social media pressing. So even having to put things together, even right now with the reels and stuff, I'm like, how do I even do this? I think I need to come Mm -hmm. for for lessons from you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With the reels, yeah, I'm still learning, but yeah. Great. Whenever you're ready.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And when you said you started your business in the pandemic, just like, I feel like the pandemic made a lot of people aware of other things they could do. Because when the pandemic hit, I'm sure other businesses lost a lot of money, but Mm -hmm. it was like a rise to start businesses and other things. Like you can see like a high rise in that. I mean, I started Barrier Breaker's Corner like 2022. I mean, 2022, like as in (laughs) T-O-O. but in 2019 I'd like announced and everything but then in 2020 was when we actually started like posting stuff on social media and all of that and going all the way but like With the pandemic and everything, it's just like, how are we going to listen? What am I going to do? And all of that. I don't think that even bothered me a lot. But I feel like starting a business in the pandemic, I I don't know, how did you feel even in that moment when you were starting it? So
0: with the pandemic, as I mentioned earlier, well, there was a lockdown. I was working remotely and I also have, oh, I need to also say this. So part of my support system included my very close friends, whom I like to refer to as my sisters here. Some are from Gambia, some are non-Gambians. So they were very supportive of my the idea basically they were all on board and they're like it would be a great idea so i had a couple of them that would even help me with packing my stock you know get my inventory together yes yes yeah they would help me pack lift go buy boxes the whole nine yards they were there Mm -hmm. so which i'm very very grateful for because i feel like too it's always nice when you have that village that's with you
1: yeah
0: and the fact that they were being very supportive they are supportive of my journey so I was very thankful for
1: that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's like great sisterhood. Having that support to do anything that you want to do. And them going all the way for you, buying boxes and stuff like that's really, really Mm -hmm. great. And I feel like in the world where people are like, oh, you can't have women friends, women friends. uh, Some of them are snitches. You're always going to be quarreling and all of that. But to even find that and have that is really awesome. We need to change that narrative and let people see that there are ladies out there that support each other. They go all the way out for each other and all of that. I think that's awesome to have. And that is, I'm just saying like, it's really great. Like it's really, really great. So going back into pandemic and business, it's just like, for me, I just want to advise anybody or, I mean, not, ad, well, should I say advice, but like let anyone know that you can start whatever you want to start at any time. You may have been thinking, oh, pandemic. And sometimes when you have this urge, I can even imagine when you had that urge and if you had had this feeling, oh, we're in a pandemic. Why am I excited business in pandemic? You could have stopped that baker's pantry from mm-hmm. going for like, some people will be like, I can't start this business now we're in a pandemic how am I going to get this stuff in ga- to Gambia? even mm-hmm. if I open a store how like don't let anything stop you and that just shown you what Ami did like she didn't let pandemic stop her in the middle of pandemic you started the business like I should be like give you a round of applause standing <laughs> ovation like Because I can imagine me starting, I don't know what I would have done, like really. I would feel like I'll have just be like, oh, this is pandemic. Let me not do no podcast because who's gonna be listening? Everybody's in depression mode, everybody's worried. Like, but I just want everyone to know that when you have that idea, don't let anything stop you. Now we are past pandemic. I mean, even though it's like they say it's hanging around, it's still there somewhere, but life still goes on. People are moving on, doing their stuff and all of that. You don't have Mm -hmm. to let anything stop you from achieving your goals, achieving your dreams, travel, spend time with family, make memories, start your business, go to school. Don't let anything stop because look at us 2020 and now we're in 2022. Like, two years, like we're almost three years away from mm-hmm. pandemic and people's business are already booming. So it's really great to like, I really applaud you for starting your business in the middle of pandemic. That's like a huge step of faith that you took right there to start a business. What are some of the challenges you faced?
0: Well, one of the main challenges is actually, well, the fact that I'm not in the Gambia, I'm not based in the Gambia. Yeah. So being in a different country So that makes it like when it comes to like the shipping, like the shipping delays and Mm -hmm. also trying to get stuff set up back home. So you're constantly on WhatsApp. You're trying to explain to them. You're trying to bring your vision to life. So you get a bit challenging there as well. And yeah, so it's the main one. I would say just being not being on the ground as much as I would love to. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's really something. I'm currently planning an event for Barabricas in Gambia for October. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I mean, for me, the team that I have together, it's mostly my family, but there's some other people that are on there. And one of them, she like, because we've worked together on projects whilst I was in Gambia. Mm -hmm. So she knows like the way I do stuff. She knows like the way I do things. So it makes me have like peace of mind and more relaxed about it. I guess when the program is coming closer, I'll probably be like stressing out. But Mm -hmm. like, to have someone down there and that understands you is it will be great. And if you don't have that, then you are like <laughs> you're working and then you're thinking about, oh my God, will they get this? Are they able to do that? But that's really a struggle. Like, yeah, I kind of understand the pain also that you're going you might be thinking or going through because not having someone to like, I mean, your family is there, they're able to do like the stuff that you need them to do. But like you said, the vision of how yeah. you want it, yeah. Exactly. That's really a struggle. Yeah.
0: Yes. I was just going to say, just trying to get the vision across, like it led to me having to like draw sketches, trying to explain how wow. I want you know, things positioned. So Baker's pantry is just exactly how I envisioned it. That's okay. how I wanted it. I had a draft prior to Baker's pantry being Yeah. There. So I made sure that everything was met to the T, how I want the setup, how I want the counters, the shelves, like pretty much just mastermind the whole thing. Let them know that, hey, this is what I need and how I would like to be set up. So yeah, so just not being there makes it a bit difficult, but I do get to visit. I go back and forth, things here, working and all. So whenever I do get a chance to go home, I would make sure that I work on a few more projects to
1: see how we can enhance their business, how we can. And I'm here rolling my eyes because she gets to go back home often like oh <laughs> my god and then she doesn't do it silently she posts it on her social media page <laughs> no. and we'll be seeing her flying to gambia eating all the airbags and, no. and the and the fish like you know i'm
0: trying to bring you guys along virtually so <laughs>
1: The pain. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of pain. I was going to ask a question, actually. Have you had anyone come to you and be like, mom, like, does she think this is America? Why is she trying to have this? Like you said, your vision. Why are you trying? This is gambit. Just put it anywhere. Have you had that kind of I mean, people trying to say some stuff like that.
0: Actually, no. Gambians have really received me well in terms, mm-hmm. because Baker's Pantry is something new. So most of them yeah. were curious to see and also to know more about what we do. And Baker's Pantry is a baking, we sell quality baking ingredients and tools. Mm-hmm. So for both professional and leisure bakers. So if you need to bake a little cake at home, got the tools that you yeah. need, like the baking pans, we have the baking powder and the cake toppers and decorating stuffs that you need. And also like the more, like as we're growing, in, we're seeing newer faces. Mm. So people are coming, and some will just stop by. And sometimes they think it's our mini market. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, oh no, you know, we, we sell bacon supplies. So I'll mm-hmm. welcome them in and show them around so that they can see what we have. And there was one time, this, I always say it, and it's so funny. <laughs> there was one time a, a guy came in. He's like, sister. I was like, yes. And he, well, I'm going to say it in like the yeah. way he said it. So he's like, the fundo ni mangi out, but hamna ni out. So Basically, what that means is like it seems like I'm out, meaning overseas, like somewhere yeah. in America, but I know I'm not. So, <laughs> oh, so yes. we both laughed, <laughs> it was really funny, but we both laughed. But it just made me feel like, hey, it's they're getting a different vibe, a different right. So, you don't necessarily have to be out there to experience some of the good stuff, the quote unquote, some people yeah. would say, you're enjoying. So, yeah, so it's just nice to see, it's refreshing to have a store like that because i've always wanted as i mentioned earlier too like entrepreneurship has always been in me
1: yeah from middle school
0: like i even sold butterscotch in class like that's how it was (laughs) so (laughs) now me doing this so my family they were not really surprised (laughs) it's like okay we knew at some point she will do something we just didn't know what so just having baker's pantry in the gambia i wanted to start something okay first of all the fact that it's the only store something new it was one and then also to i'm like gambians deserve quality products yeah and stuff yeah like services and stuff so i'm like they deserve it they need to have good products and it's it will be nice for them to come into a store that's clean that's yeah. organized yeah. even their air like it smells good in there for yeah. those in the baker's pantry they can attest to what i'm saying we make sure that you get that full experience you come in there you feel comfortable and relaxed and ready to shop or even you can window shop um, You don't necessarily have to walk in and like it's a must for you to buy. No, you can window the shop to see what we have and then yeah. you can schedule yourself to come in again another time, make a purchase or yeah. whatever. So, yeah, so it's just,
1: yeah. It's a breath of fresh air. That's really great to know. I just want to piggyback to when you talk about butterscotch and how my mom tried (laughs) to get me. I mean, I know that I'm not a marketer. Mm. I have to learn that. Especially now with Barberka's con. I have to dive into that area. I never liked marketing, even as a subject in school. But when you talk about butterscotch, I had to laugh a lot because I remember (laughs) my mom trying to get me to sell butterscotch. Listen, I'll go to school. And I know that was sixth grade. I'll go to school. I'll be eating some of the butterscotch. (laughs) (laughs) I'll eat some of the butterscotch. And then some people were like, I'll pay you tomorrow or or next Mm -hmm. week when we come. Like level ma. (laughs) Yeah, Le I will forget by the time I come the next day that you owe Mm me. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I couldn't sell anything. Like I don't know how to do that part. So when you said butterscotch, I was like, yo, I was eating Mm -hmm. the butterscotch and I was giving out butterscotch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everyone enjoyed it. My butterscotch was sold out by the end of the day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that was nice. Um, that's good. And when you talk about your store and the guy saying, I feel like I'm out, I presentation is key. People love new stuff. They like, and then the experience as well for them to come to the store and then they, are, they feel like they're outside. That's like, that shows that your presentation is key that shows that they're experiencing something new and people come sometimes people come to buy the experience I like the way the fact that there's no expired stuff on the shelf I like the fact that when I get in there like my emotions are in the right places my mind is at peace like somebody that's why people would rather go and buy an Apple product than another product (laughs) Well, my point is like, people would like to buy the experience because they're getting value for what they're getting. Like they wouldn't want to go to another store. And then that's the point I was even trying to make that. They want to go to another store where there's cockroaches around. <laughs> it's dusty. <laughs> and you've gone to that store frequently and you've seen expired mm-hmm. products on the shelf. And I wouldn't want to buy it. I mean, some people might be like, I do even know it's expired, but at the end of the day, what, if you know that you're an honest business person and you want to get your money's worth or people pay you right, you have to get the right products. And if Baker's Pantry is a place to be, like you better go there and go grab your stuff and get yes. your stuff for your baking. Like don't let it stop you. Don't let anything stop you from going into that store to get... Your stuff for baking i know and when we talk about so like i want to see make sure that anyone that is i see doing something i really want to be a support and that's why i like i remember telling my sister there's a baking store in gambia like one of my schoolmates. She has a store. You better go there. <laughs> yes, and I actually met her as well. So right, she yeah, told me she, she was got, really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did she get anything though? Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. She better. Mm-hmm. She better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she did. Gambians have really. They've made me proud, and they've been coming in there. I do have other people from different backgrounds that do visit the store as well. Folks from different African countries and some from other European countries and stuff. They all come into the store. One of the key reasons to why bakers pantry to thrive because i do understand like that as i mentioned before like the gap was there yeah no store like this and having bakers running up and down senegambia or wherever to find items that can be very tiring especially under the hot sun and all of that stuff and also just having that access to quality products in tools that could make your work so much easier. easier yeah it would cut down your time like drastically you can easily yeah. finish up wrap up a last minute cake you don't have to worry about oh my god like i don't have time or i don't have the ingredients that i need or the tools mm-hmm. to make that happen you're so just having that and and sometimes and i keep up with the trends as well i'm always online so i always try to make sure that okay if i see anything that i don't have i try to make sure that we can have it at baker's pantry so you could see something online today in yeah. like maybe a few weeks or a month you see it in baker's pantry because i don't only ship items sometimes Sometimes I send stuff via, like, by air.
1: Cargo, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I do that as well. Send suitcases if need be. So all the stuff, just to make sure that they have what yeah. they need available.
1: Yeah. I feel like for every business, there's work involved. Especially at like the beginning, you have to put in the work. And you're definitely putting in the work, trying to make sure that Gambia has the products that they need for mm-hmm they're baking and this is really really good and that's what i said in the beginning you have become a solution because somebody may be sitting down there mangi hardly i want Mm -hmm. this it's not there and that's why those days we'd be having some cakes that were like as hard as rock because (laughs) you know
0: the Uh
1: (laughs) the right ingredients was not there to get stuff out there to get the cakes the right way or whatever pastry Someone will be making, they were not able to get it the right way, but you are putting in the work and trying to keep up with the trend, And that's a lot of work too. Just being on social mm-hmm. media and scrolling, like it can take an hour or two and Don't you're still looking it. for a lot of the things that you need. But you have to push in and put in the work and eventually 10 years down the line, five years down the line, you're going to be like, wow, I was breaking barriers all along. That leap of faith mm-hmm. that I took has gotten me to this point and I'm doing so well. I'm doing amazingly well. And it's going to make you break out and start other businesses because you're going to still see other gaps that you want to fill or start a nonprofit and all of that. And it's so like, I'm really proud of the work that you're putting in. Thank you. How is customer service like in, at Baker's? At Baker's Country?
0: Okay. Well, customer service—we're doing the best that we could. If you ask me, I would say it's going very well. Try to make sure that the customers feel welcomed when they come in, and also make sure that we're attentive to their needs or what they're looking for, and also give them that product knowledge as well. Like explain right. to them that some of the products we have—they're new to some people; they've oh, never wow. seen it. Yeah, so when they come into the store, they want to know what the product is all about. How could it be used? So that's why even online, I try to make some content. Really create some content. Yeah, little videos here and there, post pictures, do a little bit of inspo, wherein I'll share pictures of other people's work as well, just to give them an idea of what the outcome could be. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, so, and also to, we weren't, because Gambia, unfortunately, the customer service sector is not too, it's yeah. not, excuse me, it's not too great, I would say. Yeah. So we are really trying our best to make sure that ours is outstanding. There's always room for improvement. So, but that's something that is on top of one of our top priorities, basically, to work on, to make sure that we are delivering, we're giving good service, and we're making sure that we are
1: solving, being a problem solver to our customers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think I just wanted us to dive into that customer service and why customer service is is very, very key in every business. I go on Twitter and I'm seeing somebody be like, government workers, Hmm, so for them, 10 o'clock, you want know, to start legated? Why? That's when uh-huh. they, 10 o'clock, that's when they're going to buy breakfast because they enter work at 10, they're going to buy uh-huh. breakfast and no one is there. And probably some other companies you go, someone is now having, like, a harma. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. but maybe you want to talk, dive into why customer service is so important in every business.
0: Yeah. Customer service is key because without a customer, there's no business. Right. You know, the customers keep your business running and going because if they don't come and get your, buy your products, then what's the point? You just sit in there. It's the experience that you get. Yeah, and then you also build relationships with these customers. So they're not just coming to buy something and leave. You want them to have an experience. yeah. And I look at it as, as an investment for them. Like when they come into the store, they're mm-hmm. investing in buying all these tools that yeah. they need. Yeah. Because especially with tools, once you buy one or two, that's it. You don't need to buy it again because yeah. you'll have it. And then especially a quality tool that yeah. will last a long time, unless you yeah. can, can trash it or something of that sort. And then also to just making sure that, when they come in, you build that relationship with them wherein they will also feel comfortable to Mm -hmm. tell you, like give their feedback, which we highly, highly welcome. Right. that also helps us know which direction to move. Because if, for instance, if we're doing something and maybe the customer's not really receiving it well they can let us know and then we'll act up on, on it and stuff so we'll try to make sure that we get it right because nobody's perfect so sometimes you'll have instances that would require a little bit more work but as of so far so good we're doing well right yeah my staff on the ground i do make sure that we have meetings from time to time wherein i'll talk about those things and also check on them as well to see how they're doing And if there's at any point they need training, extra training, that's something that we work on as well.
1: Oh, that's really great. I like the training bit. That's really, Mm -hmm. really great. And even back to customer service, listen, if you're in Gambia and you're looking for baking stuff, you better go to Baker's Country because if you're talking about how great the customer service is, and someone is already even saying that for many, like you're going there and, and buying the experience, just go there and just support gambian okay. own business like go and support a friend go and support your own go buy something from there and get let's stop this there are some places that the customer service is not great
0: okay i was just gonna say like because when the customer they're coming in with their money you understand you want them to feel good about what yeah. they're getting also yeah having that experience wherein they can because word of mouth is very good so obviously mm-hmm. if you come into baker's pantry you get that experience then you, yeah. the likelihood for you to tell your friends and families it's mm-hmm. higher mm-hmm. because then they know hey you know what i trust joyce judgment so if she says this is good then it yeah. must be good. if she said says that she had a, a good experience then it's right so yeah so stuff yeah. like that so we do pay attention to that and yeah, just
1: it's, to- it's okay and i like the fact that you are even letting the customer know about this product and how it works because sometimes they'll come to the store and not even know they're looking for something but it's right there they don't know that that's how it looks like or maybe they have upgraded the way it looks like and they are not even aware and that's why you're trying to go with the trends so when they come to the store and you're teaching them that they're like oh even if they don't need it for themselves, they might tell somebody who might be asking, I'm looking for this kind of thing. The person can direct mm-hmm. them back to Baker's pantry. So I like the fact that you are even letting the customers know how to use something or if they had no idea what it was, you're teaching them and letting them know. That's really, really great. That's mm-hmm. really great. And that comes with business. Sometimes you are starting the business, you don't know how you're going to go about it. You don't know how you're going to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure when you started your business, you didn't even know that you're going to be telling customers like about the product and or even trying to create reels about the product. But then because you started something, as you step out of fame, my first episode for season five, I said that, once you step out on faith and you go through a door, you're not going to get a full picture of what your business or whatever it is you want to do mm-hmm. is, but at the beginning you enter through a door, that door will lead you to another door, then to mm-hmm. another door, to another door, and that's for me, is like right now, you saying, I'm teaching these people how to get gain knowledge on this product, I'm training my staff, we are meeting, I'm, obviously I know you had meetings planned, but like mm-hmm. training staff and other things that I mean, you may have factored into your business, like that is so key, and so for everyone that's out there that you feel like, how am I going to do this? How, what am I going to do? Just know that you just have to take that step of faith. And as you go on, you're going to come across different people that will be of support. They're going to come with different things. And I mean, now with social media, as soon as you think about something, you're seeing it on your, on your exactly, screen. right. Like, like, how is that happening? Uh-huh. I you was just wonder, thinking like, Who's talking me? Exactly. <laughs> Already on your screen. So you just have to step out on faith and you see things. It might not be easy at the beginning, but just keep mm-hmm. going. And you also learn
0: as you go. Because yeah. I am not a professional baker. Mm. I would consider myself a leisure baker. Like I can mm. make something for my family and that's mm. about it. Yeah. But the more I do research and check out all these new items that bakers need mm-hmm. it's like if i with all the products it's just based off of what i've seen what i've read like i spend a lot of time like i spend at least let's say what between what 60 to 80 hours a week including i have my regular job, job. i have family know <laughs> therefore Yes. And then I have Baker's Pantry. So like, I'm constantly, constantly thinking about what I could do for Baker's But How can we grow? How can we be better? How can, and what are the needs? Like, are we meeting the needs? Are we getting the right stuff? Like, so, and the timing and everything else. Yeah. So, even, yeah. Even as of right now, I already have stuff for christmas wow. i even have stuff for
1: valentine's wow um, so it's
0: like it's a constant thing you have like you're
1: thinking way way ahead way, it's not like yep. when
0: it's valentine Day you're now like oh my god i have to order this stuff exactly exactly if anything i would just maybe add a few things but mm-hmm. i do have a lot of items already there in the store for valentine's wow um, ready to go yeah so it, it's a lot of work it's a lot of hard work and it's going to be hard and that's just life you mm-hmm. have to keep pushing. You have to be passionate too about what you're yeah. doing because that yeah. gives you an extra edge. For me, I would consider like, I have this like creative side, artistic side, mm-hmm. you know, growing up in just, you know, and being that entrepreneurship, like entrepreneurship has always been in me. Mm-hmm. So I'm more of like the go-getter type, like always on the go, always trying yeah. to think about you know, new things. Yeah. So yeah. So me doing, starting a business like this, it just fueled me up more. And it just kept, I just keep going time in time out and just having wonderful customers coming in and the support system, yeah. just being there, all of that just adds to my fire and just keeps me going.
1: Yeah.
0: My children, Woo, my <laughs> life oh yes so
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying not to get you emotional with your kids Mm -hmm. not being around i don't know how you're even surviving and doing all of this but it's for them
0: exactly you're
1: building a legacy and that's another thing i want people to know that whatever you're doing is not just for you but for your family, your kids, your generation, you're leaving something mm-hmm. behind for them. If our parents had known that earlier, they would have done that a long time ago and probably not be struggling as much now. But every generation we are learning. And one thing that I liked about what you said earlier is you learn as you go in your business and whatever you want to start and whatever you want to do, you are learning and growing. So the day you stop learning is the day you start dying. That's it. So even for me on Biobreaker's Corner, I'm like constantly learning and trying new stuff. Sometimes I have to just like, okay, put some things on hold and be like, I need to focus on this area. But you're Mm -hmm. constantly, constantly learning new stuff. Even when you post something, somebody might say, oh, that's not the way to go. And somebody else might even help you. And you just have to take that in and be like, somebody's helping me to be better. Mm -hmm. So how are you balancing your personal work and business as well? Because I think that's something that some people will be like, how am I going to do this? I have my nine to five job. In Gambia, it might not even be nine to five, it might be eight to eight. (laughs) 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 But like, how do you even balance that and do your own thing on the side?
0: Okay. So, well, with the pandemic, then the fact that when we, when the pandemic, sorry, started and we were asked to work remotely. So I've been working from home. All very long time even yeah. though recently we were asked to go back into the office like twice mm-hmm. a day but it's mm-hmm. it's more optional yeah so what i do is i make sure that my nine to five i give them my time put in the work and then maybe if, like during my lunch break i could step out for a bit and just mm-hmm. run some few errands but then once i'm done after that five o'clock hits or yeah. a few minutes later or so then i'll go and run my errands and weekends i'm available so i do get to do all of that so yeah. that's when i get to pack all the items that i've gotten and call the ship or make arrangements for pickup and stuff mm-hmm. so, yeah and then i have my kids like prior to them going to gambia i have to do the whole babysitter run yeah get, yeah get the my my kids ready, get my job yeah. ready
1: that's amazing you just have to manage your time and even with me mm-hmm. our the way our job is i mean i'm working from home too so yeah, able to balance even though we have that option to go to work but i'm able to balance that because sometimes i just have to block the day like for example tomorrow i have another podcast session i mm-hmm. just blocked out one i think it's 3 p.m so i just blocked 3 p.m to 4 p.m i made it busy. sometimes i don't have to take my lunch break i have to do that mm-hmm. that one hour lunch break i'm using it to work for my own personal business all, yeah so, <laughs> it's like i don't even have a break sometimes my friend mm-hmm. will go to work she'll meet mm-hmm. me i'll have waking up at six o'clock or seven o'clock doing work for my own work and then she'll come back and meet me on my job and that's yeah. because probably during the day I was doing something for Barabaker's Corner maybe posting something maybe having a meeting or maybe trying to get something sorted out for Barabaker's Corner like you just have to manage your time but I don't know how people that are going to the office will do it I mean I think even with the office because pre-pandemic when I used to go to the office if I have something to post I would have gotten it ready the night before then on my way on the train it's when I'm posting. So by the time I get out of the train, I've posted what I was on social media and then I go about my day at work because it's mostly posting stuff. And if I had a podcast, I try to put it for like either evening or early morning or probably Mm -hmm. mostly weekend. So yeah, I'm able to manage myself. So if you're doing a nine to five or you're going into the office all the time, there's always a way to manage your time. People go to school and are working at the same time. You uh-huh. can do some. There's always a way out somewhere. So don't yeah. let anything stop you.
0: Yeah, and you can for me like posting, I work best at night. <laughs> so and some if I get five hours of sleep I'm lucky yeah because my mind is constantly racing and trying to okay. come up with something so I'll do and the time difference with Gambia also helps because once I post mm-hmm. I, I'll go back to sleep and they're yeah. up and then it's out there
1: yeah
0: and sometimes even in the evenings like I'll just post a few make create the content and just put it on standby or then mm-hmm. release it so yeah, yeah. so it, it just depends on how my day is going how much time I have and I'm mm-hmm. just kind of squeezing a little bit of Baker's pantry and also two orders. Like if I have to place any orders, I do it at night. Mm-hmm. That's when I'll get to sit and go through my list of items that I need to get. I need to run errands during the day. If I have to go into stores or do any of that sort, I have my weekends free. So I can like, I'm off on weekends so I can, yeah. All that. Yeah. And if I have to do airport runs as well, which I do from time to time, if I have to mm-hmm. send a, a suitcase over because of, let's say we're running low on something something or, you know, yeah. yes because the shipment takes time it takes about two to three months yeah, in yeah. so that's a major delay in order to kind of counter that that's why mm-hmm. i send frequently so you would see from every few months you see new stock alert new stock alert because mm-hmm. i constantly even if it's a box it's got yeah. it got so i'm gonna yeah. make sure that i send it you just have to be on top of things you have to keep going keep pushing yeah and yeah that's that. Mm-hmm.
1: And we are not saying don't rest. There are times that I just be like, I'm shutting down. Maybe I'm not doing social media this week or I'm not mm-hmm. like, I mean, thankfully now I have a team that posts stuff for me because my work has become kind of like hectic and my work is what is paying me now to run by Arbicast corner. So <laughs> that's my first priority. <laughs> so so i have to make sure that i'm so focused on my work so i had to at some point because like i think april there about i couldn't post and like i was doing everything on my own i mean i know one of my friends had told me you need to take not time out but you need to get a team you need to get someone that will help you because you can't do this all by yourself and i got to i was like no i'll be fine i'll be fine i'm that kind of person but I think in April I or March, I got to my breaking point where like I wasn't able to post because I was so focused. Work was super, super busy, like mm-hmm. super, super busy and I had deadlines and I had to do stuff. In May, I was like, I need that team. So I grabbed my cousin. One of my friends uh, let me know of one of the people that he'd worked with and I was like, cool, like come on board and like getting other people to do stuff for me. So that, I mean, I have to pay them, but like they are getting the work done for me. And like the first month, May, I was like, you guys made me so <laughs> relaxed because,
0: <laughs> but, but you're not used
1: to. <laughs> right, I was like, yeah, I was so at peace because compared to the others, my like you're saying, your mind is constantly racing. Racing, as yeah. you Grow, mm-hmm. you need to come to a point where you're like, I need to get somebody because if you hire somebody to work for you, you don't think about oh that's another extra cost. Take mm-hmm. it that that's gonna make you more money because having mm-hmm. another person to help will make sure that we'll make you do other things that will bring more money to your business. So you need a team. Mm-hmm. Right. So we are not saying don't rest, do rest, make time mm-hmm. for yourself. That will help you. Even if you are a very creative person, that will help your creativity go like next level. Next level. So make sure that you're resting.
0: No, I was just going to add that like the weekends that I'm off, like mm-hmm. even though I'll run errands, but let's say, for instance, I can do that during the day. And then let's say in the evening, I'll meet up with friends. We can have dinner, hang out. And there's some days that I don't do anything for Baker's yeah. all I do is rest like sometimes I'm all day or if I choose to go out with friends or visit friends like then I'll just do that so yeah so there is some type of balance there it's not always work 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 but it's just that in the very beginning that's where I was having difficulties with sleeping because my mind was constantly racing constantly trying to figure out what to do but I've realized like the past few months I'm getting a little bit more relaxed in Mm -hmm. a sense because the store is at the level that it's at mm-hmm. but i'm not relaxing in a sense that like oh now i'm good i'm not going to do anything yeah. no now but i'm it's making just the
1: millions out. let me rest no <laughs> <laughs> i wish <laughs> i know right i right. wish
0: <laughs> with business the first few years <laughs> oh, uh, i mean yeah, it's I all about it. investing and um setting up the business but obviously god willing we want to get to that level where we're able to expand and yeah do- the stuff and as you mentioned earlier too there will be there are other projects that i would love to work on yeah uh, something that would the garments they would love it something people would they would appreciate it and it would just be nice to have so i do have like a lot of other projects that i would love to work on but it's just as time goes on we'll just yeah. easy easy put in the work and just be consistent you have to be consistent when you yeah doing oh consistency
1: yeah. is key, it's key. Is key. hard
0: yeah. work you have to yeah. put in the work you cannot yeah. be a millionaire overnight. You have to <laughs> work. So, yeah. And then you have to also be passionate about what you're doing. doing. Because that really, it gives you that extra boost. You're, you're not sitting there like, cha. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah. So for me, I always tell my friends, I'm like them looking from the outside. It's like, huh? No, I mean, you're like constantly, you're busy. You're either packing mm-hmm. boxes next minute. You'll be like, Oh, I have to go buy this. I have to go mm-hmm. do that. But it's like when being an entrepreneur, it, it gives you that extra, you have that extra energy Oh so yeah. You're working for yourself, even though you're yeah. working longer hours. Yeah. But you have that extra boost that just yeah. gets you. You actually go.
1: enjoy what you're doing. It's uh-huh. not like, you know, I'm tired, but not really, really tired. Yeah. I don't even know how to put yeah. it in place.
0: It. It's like, yeah, you just have the zeal is there you yeah. just yeah. i could yeah. go drive far go far and i come home and it's like hey what i'm just gonna get mm-hmm. myself ready and relax mm-hmm. but i'm not like sweating the fact that i went that far yeah. just to get to the store yeah so, so consistency is key you have to put in the work
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah nothing in life comes easy so
1: yeah yep one that's one of the best advice i got when i started barbara's corner be consistent that was like mm-hmm. yeah and ever since it's like even if it's one post a day do it and mm-hmm. i've been doing mm-hmm. that now i'm doing like two steps
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: now i'm doing like two posts a day but like we started with just one post a day and just being consistent every time that you start or you do something you're coming with new ideas to mm-hmm. grow, to continue moving on and one of the favorite things right now is seeing gambians start their businesses and growing mm-hmm. and like we are no longer depending on the Lebanese and the Indians with their businesses. And we've had stories of how we employed Gambians and they treat them like trash, but now Gambians are rising and I really love that, mm-hmm. that we are rising and we are like taking this up and let's support our own, let's help mm-hmm. each other, let's stop the hatred and all of those things like Key Canla or something like that. Do mm-hmm. Let's just support each other and grow. At the end of the day, when we do something, we're doing it for ourselves, you know, and mm-hmm. we, we know how to treat our own, we know how to treat them well and not someone mm-hmm. treating them otherwise. So I really like this fact that there are a lot of people in spaces and places doing their own thing I really really love that let me try and round this up we are really enjoying this conversation I was
0: gonna add like because I yeah I've noticed that as well there's a lot of Gambian entrepreneurs young men women you name it young old all of that they're like everyone's trying their best to have something going on for themselves instead of just sitting there not having much to do so you creative you can tap into your inner skills and just execute it so yeah so it's really nice to see because every time I go to Gambia there's something new a new business is popping up or you mm-hmm. know a new service and all of that extra stuff is coming on yeah. so it's really nice yeah and you are your own competition right so you cannot be focusing on too much on what other people are doing to the point that you're you're down in yourself basically yeah. because i know personally for me because pantry it, we can't supply the entire gambia nope. do you understand so we'll try to like open expand and all of that but at the same token too, it's like, hey, you know what? We'll do what we can. We'll just try to be better at what we do and make sure that we continue to to deliver. Yeah. So if anybody else wants to do something else, kudos. As long as we're all rising together, we're all moving forward and in a positive light, mm-hmm. it's all good. Yeah, you know, and the supporting our own is key. We wonder sometimes why the other other nationalities are quote unquote like getting ahead with certain things. Be mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, there's so many like all the supermarkets are now owned by Indians and all mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. So Gambians need to understand what it means. Well, some Gambians we need to kind of put it to work, like yeah. not just being. We're supporting each other and just yeah. that's, put it into action, like make sure you're actually supporting each other. That extra $5 DLC or $10 DLC that you're trying to avoid, if you look down, you have to really think about it like, okay, at least this is going to a Gambian. The yeah. money's in, in the country. That person can eventually grow and you're creating more employment. Yeah. For people. You're providing services that people need. You're closing the gap. Yeah, all of that. So you have to think about the bigger picture, not how. Yeah this person if i support her too much she's mm. gonna be a that's the wrong way to think about yeah. it yeah because even when i go to gambia i try Even my kids it's a birthday or anything i support other businesses yeah. i order my cakes from some of these people that come to my store that's just how it goes yeah I and even i refer people sometimes i'll have people message me asking because some people think that we are a bakery like we sell cakes mm-hmm. and i'll be like oh sorry we are not but You can try these. Yeah. So that's just what you do. If you cannot provide something and somebody else does, it's okay to say, hey, go to Joyce. Joyce has XYZ. She'll take care of you. Yeah. So you just have to broaden our mindset. We have to change our mindset, be more positive, be more tolerant. And yeah, just be able to support each other, generally support each other
1: yeah that's really true and even i mean going back to what i was even saying with other businesses i'm not even saying like other nationalities can have their business but it used to be so much of a certain group of people having taken over the market Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. now that we we see gambians rising up and doing so let's support each other and let's have paving way for others like i like the fact that you're also referring other to other people like that's the way it's supposed to be Mm and we are able to grow together Ah, let's try and round up on this podcast so What are the lessons that you're learning? Lessons. Never give up. Mm.
0: Yes. Never give up on your dreams. Be consistent. You have to keep pushing and don't ever stop learning because there's always room for improvement. Mm. Yes. Every day you learn every day. You know, there's something new and stay positive. Don't dampen your own spirits. Like some days things can get really rough. You're like, oh my God, another one. But then just try to give yourself a pat on the back that, hey, you know what? I've tried and I could do better and I'm going to do better. Mm -hmm. So and also being having that support system is key because you're human. We all have our moments. It's not always jolly, jolly all the time. There are times that you just need somebody to talk to. I have close friends that I feel like they give me like free legal advice and all (laughs) And they just listen to me. (laughs) So I'll bounce off my ideas, which I sometimes I feel like it's so many. I'm like, okay, wait, am Mm. I really making sense? So I'll talk to them. So it's always nice to have that and having your family on board. Yeah. supporting you is also key so stay positive be kind be consistent and never 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 ever give up on your dreams never give up on what you really want you have to go for it you have to put in the work nothing in life comes easy you Mm -hmm. have to put in the work in due time you would rip the fruits of your labor yeah all worth it all the sleepless nights the tiredness and all of that the sacrifices that you're making now
1: you would see it yeah That's amazing. What do you know now that you wish you had known when you were younger? Wow, that's an easy one. Hmm. Financial Mm. literacy. Mm.
0: Yes. (laughs) That one. As you know, to make money, you have to put money. Right. so financial literacy what i know now and with my even my profession like i work in finance i've learned a lot throughout the years that i've been working professionally Mm -hmm. so being able to like save early if you can if you have the means
1: yeah
0: something aside then also understanding how money works you have to understand especially in this part of the world you're dealing with like interest rates and all these things it's good to really know they throw all these credit cards at you all these loans at you You wants to take do you really need it or is it something that you just want
1: Um, you have to
0: ask yourself all those questions as well so i would say definitely financial literacy because i feel like if i what i know now if i knew then i don't know if it would have been baker's pantry but there would have been something that's
1: jumping off already <laughs> you know <maybe laughs> baker's spantry, probably a baby you know, you know be like exactly. a, <laughs> another, another branch or another extension of whatever you were doing it's it, i mean that financial literacy thing is so important like i wish we were taught about it but sometimes mm-hmm. i say our parents do not know they only would teach you what they know yeah. so mm-hmm. wasn't for them, it wasn't key. It was just let's make money. Let's pay them their school fees, take all of that. But make sure you're comfortable. Women- when you have a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That was all. But now it's more than that. So that financial literacy thing, it's like, whew, yeah, let's get to learn it. It's going to help yeah. us. Yeah.
0: And also too, you're trying to create generational wealth. Right. You have to okay. start now. You have to start thinking about the future of your children. Like, do you want them to go through the same struggles that you did? Yeah. So you have to think about all of that and figure out, okay, how can I make it a little easier for them? Or I mean, it's not like they're just going to be free riding. Mm-hmm. They will earn it. But yeah. at least you'll have something in place. Right. They don't go through the same struggles that you did make it a little bit easier because if you notice some of us spent a lot more time in school Mm -hmm. so imagine Mm -hmm. if you had just stayed that two year four year whatever time frame and you're out you would have been working a long time ago you would have been doing all this stuff but because you're constantly you're trying to work and go to school and do the whole balancing so many things juggling so many stuff so
1: yeah it makes it a bit difficult Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah And to our last question, what advice would you give to someone who is afraid of breaking barriers? Who is like, ah, fear always gets the better of me. I, I can't do fake. What advice can you give to them? Believe in
0: yourself. Mm. Know that whatever you put your mind to, you can make it happen. You have to, it has to come from within first. You have to believe in yourself for other people in order for other people to like, to see that in you and believe in you. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say definitely believe in yourself and focus on what you really think about what you really want to do mm-hmm. and just go for it. There's so many opportunities out there. There's so much to do. Yeah, Don't limit yourself. Yeah, Don't limit yourself at all. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do something. No, because there are business people. Some people, let's say I'm not a baker. I'm not a professional baker. Mm -hmm. but i'm selling baking supplies and tools Mm -hmm. Mm baking ingredients and tools Mm -hmm. so just because you're not a baker doesn't mean you cannot own a baking supply store right yeah so don't limit yourself and yeah believe in yourself that's all i can say believe in yourself put in the work and you should be good to go
1: yeah Believe in yourself is so like that was one of the important things, like when starting anything. Like believe in yourself, believe in your dreams, believe in the vision that you had. Like we talked about consistency, we talked about there was something else that came up earlier that you had said. But I think also believing in yourself is very, very key because oh yeah, you said you're only competing with yourself so if Mm -hmm. you don't believe in yourself (laughs) that's when you start competing with another person and like that like she's they're going I want to copy what they're doing no believe Mm -hmm. in your own self when you believe in yourself you know that you're only competing with yourself and not that next person so I think this was a powerful conversation that we've had on this journey of stepping out on faith and like she didn't even have to Think about it so much, like some people will be like thinking about it. It has been there since when I was a kid. I want to do this. (laughs) know <laughs> it was just there, and so wherever you are, whatever part of the world you find yourself in, if you mm-hmm. find that you can be a solution, do it. And sometimes you might just have hundred dollars. Sometimes it might just be ten dollars mm-hmm. or hundred dollars that you have to start mm-hmm. that thing that you want to do. Just go mm-hmm. ahead and do it. Sometimes just going to apply for that job or to that mm-hmm. school. Just believe in yourself. You know what you can do, mm-hmm. and then you just go for it and push forward and do what you have to do. You believe in yourself. That's what mm-hmm. we're taking. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be yeah. a topic for this. Episode so believe in yourself so believe in
0: yourself yeah <laughs> and you just gotta thank god and forever grateful yeah. for his endless blessings yeah. and waking me up every day giving me everything that i have so yeah. i really really very grateful and i thank god for all my blessings so yeah
1: And thank you for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate you.
0: (laughs) Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Thanks for being a wonderful host. And your podcast is amazing. As we've talked about before, I enjoy it. And I do the intro with you. (laughs) I know. <laughs> you're doing an amazing job. You thank know, you're, you there's so much to learn from you. I enjoy the conversations that you have with other uh, people that come on board and that you interview. So keep pushing, keep doing what you do, and wishing you many, many more success.
1: And thank you. you know, just keep it going. You're trying thank to get you. me emotional. I'm not gonna be emotional. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at no, my body like You're doing an amazing <laughs> job. You should
0: be Thanks. very, very proud of yourself. Thank um you so it's much. just nice. Having a, a childhood friend, a, a schoolmate. Yeah. Um, and here we are, many decades later, and we're just yeah. having a conversation about what we're currently doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's wonderful. Thank you so Thank much. Yeah.
1: Thank you too. Your wonderful you. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. And on that note, we end this podcast. Have an amazing day, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the BB podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in Begandia, West Africa.